It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. The views expressed in the following program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of Saga 960 AM or its management. I'm Annie J. Koshi, and I'm glad that you've joined me for In Focus with Annie J. Koshi, where I will look at people and their milestones, places where international changemakers are impacting our world, as well as events that bring our communities together. You can tune in on Saturday at 4 p.m. to News Talk Saga 960 AM. Follow Saga 960 AM on Instagram and on Facebook, and you can follow me as well on Instagram under Annie J. Koshi or under GTA South Asia Media Network. Michael Silver and Mary Glorfield are my two esteemed guests today. Michael has been responsible for training, masterminds, mentoring, and coaching programs around the world. Joining him is Mary Glorfield, who I've had the opportunity to listen to and learn from. Many of the public figures that you admire, personal transformation luminaries like Brian Tracy, Tony Robbins, famous public servants like Jimmy Carter and George W. Bush, Donald Trump, Colin Powell, groundbreaking mediapreneurs like Mary Smith, Gary V, as well as Alex Mendocian have been placed on the stage by Mary. It is an honor to have both Michael and Mary joining me for In Focus today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. We're so glad to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I can't begin to tell you how incredible it is to first off be learning from the both of you, but also to be hearing your experience. Let's start with you, Michael. How did you begin um, training and masterminding? What was your journey like? And were you always like this? You know, it's interesting as you you take a look at our journeys, because I started out long, long time ago. We won't do because we'd be here for a long time. Um, but it was it was a journey from from a short stint as a police officer to then a master's in clinical psych, working with children and adults, to to wanting grounding and and going to become a nurse because to me that was to help more people and also to have a guaranteed income. It was really the both sides, you know, the entrepreneur side of myself hadn't popped out yet. Um, and I was becoming a nurse practitioner when my wife and I took a look at at, at network marketing, actually. Right. And more, she pushed me more than I jumped in. Um, and we found something that we really landed. But who we met right away as part of that was Mr. Bob Proctor. Right. Because he was in the company and that brought me to then start to read Zig Ziglar. And we started together to take all of these courses together. And then we took something called the Millionaire Mind Intensive <laughs> with Mr. D. Harv Ecker. And that just that just changed our world. And and we really looked at life many different ways we could go with it. And then again, in the journey, we met a gentleman named Chris Howard. Somebody told us to go to the event. All of a sudden, we're buying everything he has. And my wife and I are going down to Australia a lot to take the classes right um but because we stepped up and we said we'll do whatever it takes he wanted to build an online community we wrote a proposal my wife wrote it all night long in australia we'd never done that before everybody we knew was asleep and she just got it done and that turned into being director of coaching and her running the karma crew and the billionaire adventure club and five years of a great journey leaving that and then working with Peak Potentials and Harv as director of coaching uh, for almost eight years and building masterminds with them and success resources. And 
it's been an amazing journey until we are here today with our legacy, the Mentor Studio. Wow, that's just an incredible journey. And we're going to delve right into that and dive and, and, and really take that apart and, and see that in detail because there are a lot of individuals who are on that journey right now. But I do want to speak with Mary and also invite Mary to share with me, how did you come to the point where you were in the company of all of these incredible individuals and you were responsible for bringing them on stage. Tell me that journey and lead me up to the point where you had that. You were the woman who was behind the scenes, but really that was orchestrating. You were the conductor of all of this. That itself is incredible. Well, thank you. I always call myself a behind the curtain girl. And um, if I can use the term girl, I don't think it's politically correct right now, but um, I am definitely behind the curtain, which is where I love to be. I love producing and, um, and, and really putting incredible people on stage for all. I feel like I make a little bit of difference behind the scenes. And um, I started working for Tony Robbins um, I guess 1990 was when I started working with him. And that was where all of my speaker um, journey started really. And um, prior to that, I'd been with Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. So I, I was in the entertainment industry, um, just a little bit of different <laughs> entertainment other than uh, Tony. That's right. So that was a bit of a circus. <laughs> totally different from what you're doing. But let me ask you, Mary, was there one particular personality that you put on stage that, okay, I, I because one of the topics that I talk about are um, the, the difficult personalities. You've got, uh, you know, very high profile individuals and then there are individuals that are tough to work with. Was there one particular person that you enjoyed working with or you found difficult to work with, but you took the greatest takeaway from that? I, I do have to say that I believe everybody that I've worked with behind the scenes has been great to work with. And I've learned so much from each person. So I, I, Obviously, my favorite would be Tony Robbins, of course, because I, I mean, 18 years with him, I learned so much from him and he has been a very instrumental in my life and still is and um, very kind and also incredibly generous, generous with his time, money, his heart, everything. He's just an incredible individual. And I think... Um, I always did research on each speaker that I put on stage. So I knew a little bit about them so I could start conversations with them. So I don't think any of them were um, particularly difficult. I, there, I did work with General Schwarzkopf, if you're familiar with who he yes. is. Yes. And, um, and he was very much a stickler on time. Right. And so I do remember one instance where we were running late and I said, you know, General, we're going to get you on at X time. And he said, no problem. And then I came back and I said, okay, about another 30 minutes. And he said, no problem. You have me for an hour and a half. If you get me on at three, you have me for an hour. If you get me on for 3.30, you have me for 30 minutes. If you get me on <laughs> at four, you don't have me. So <laughs> So that was an interesting time. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, Michael, I want to ask you, you've also been a master, you know, doing masterminds, mentoring, coaching uh, programs worldwide. Did you have any particular situation that stands out in your mind in which you had to deal with uh, something that um, was difficult or challenging in that moment? And how did you manage that? Yeah, typically, um, and it happens all the time, especially when you're doing events in the field. So something can always happen. Something doesn't show up. So we actually were once doing a big event at the Waikoloa Hilton in Hawaii, and we we're about to run a, a big event. I think we had 350 in the room and nothing showed up. No pallets, no, no nothing. Oh, that's so, a nightmare. <laughs> yep. No, no lights. No. So basically we, we did everything we could to still put on the event to make it look big. I think we bought balloons and streamers and, you know, <laughs> to, to create some type of environment that could get us through till the palace were like showing up the next day. So it was one of those do whatever it takes. And we got it done. We got it done because we set the intention that they're exactly where they need to be. And this is what they're going to learn. And, and these things happen and we used it within the training. 
Today in studio, I'm very honored to have both Michael Silvers, um, who runs a mentor studio, and Mary Glorfield, who has been the VP for Tony Robbins and has put the names that you are fond of, from Brian Tracy all the way to so many others, who has put all of them on stage. And it's an honor to have both of them here. We're going to be talking and delving right into what it means to be a mentor, what it means to be a coach, the problems and the setbacks, the things that you need to watch out for, and how you you can actually be a part of this elite group of individuals who are going to be teaching and working with people right across the world. You've been tuned in to In Focus with Annie J. Koshi here on Saga 960. I'm going to take a short break right now and I will be back right after these messages. Stream us live at Saga960am.ca. I'm glad that you've joined me for In Focus, and I'm looking at people and their milestones today. Today, we've been in conversation with Michael Silvers and Mary Glorfield, and if you're just tuning in, you'll want to hear this conversation. Michael's clear and consistent. He's strategic and he's tactical. He has been masterminding, uh, working with facilitators, mentors, coaches, speakers. He's constantly designing and developing new trainings, new ways of um, uh, teaching and techniques. He excels in leading and developing teams. And I know from per personal experience that he is so kind-hearted and great in leading a large group of individuals. He gets them on board and he gets them to believe in a collective vision. And that's really, really important. Combine that with Mary, who's a lifelong learner, who's been a full participant in all of the events she's produced. And I can tell you, she has produced some wowzers of events, especially for those individuals that you have been listening to for many years, like Tony Robbins and Brian Tracy. She has a hunger for experience, and she's found that walking on coals, riding camels, dining with the Sheikh of Dubai, and journeying on the Orient Express, along with attendees and speakers, has really, really enriched her life. Welcome to the show, Michael and Mary. Let's continue this conversation about both of your journeys. I'd like to start with, how did you two meet? <laughs> can, I, can I tell the story, Mary? Can I? <laughs> please, please, Michael, go ahead. <laughs> well, actually, uh, we were both working for uh, Peak Potentials for Harvecker, and did I don't know if we met before the events and I was putting on um, I was starting to put on the masterminds for the company. And so uh, we and Mary ran all the speakers, the speaker put them on stages, uh, you know, anchored agenda, the events. And these were multi speaker events because that's what she's brilliant at doing. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus <laughs> And here I am, a young pup, right? I've been in the industry a long time, but um, Mary's, you know, just a tiny bit older than me. But um, so, you know, <laughs> we won't mention those. I'm going to get in trouble here, no matter what. Exactly. I, I was going to say, we won't mention those unmentionable things. No matter how things. we do this, right? I just realized <laughs> right, you're going down right. the wrong road. You better pull, pull the truck back. Um, but what happened was, I, I, I think it was a never work again. And we were launching this mastermind. And, and here I come in, and, and I've been director of coaching for Peaks for years. And, and I had done training. I, I traveled with Harvard around the world for three and a half years, but I needed room in the agenda for the mastermind. And Mary's got this beautiful agenda. It's it's tight. It's it's speaker. It's speaker. It it flows well. She she. I mean, that's the whole thing of the brilliance of what she does is creates this this flow and of an event. And here comes Michael saying, "Oh yeah, Mary. By the way, we're launching a new mastermind, and I need spots in the agenda. So can you just move things around so you can put me in?" Right. Right. And and. Mm -hmm. So the great thing about Mary and I is that we we worked it out. 
right? Because it, you know, and that's, that's the thing that creates that long-term relationship is that in a business working relationship, we've always been able to just tell each other what we need to tell each other. Brilliant. Um, and, you know, I think definitely knocking heads. Go ahead. And uh, just to say, Mary's experience as uh, you have put events together in over 58 countries. Am I right about that? Has it um, actually 82 countries? 82. Wow. I thought I might be wrong. That's an incredible feat on its own. The very fact that you've had the opportunity to give voice to experts to help and advise and can be a consultant um, and give those growth opportunities for famous speakers um, to be on top of their game. That itself is a huge role. Let's speak on that. Well, yes, and, and humbly, I, I, obviously some of the speakers that I've worked with are brilliant and incredibly successful in their own lives. So I, I, somewhat I was intimidated in the beginning um, to give advice, but speaking from a live stage and sometimes in their role, like George W. Bush as president, he, it was a different role. So, and I, I've also found that most of the speakers want advice, you know, tell me what I should do. Tell me, tell me what the topic should be, you know, what should I hit on? What should I um, not hit on? And um, so most of them were gracious enough to allow me to coach them and to give them some, some feedback on the audience, what they needed to hit, what, what was hot, what was hot for, the t for a hot topic for the audience. So it was, um, in the beginning, it was intimidating. And one thing I will have to say is, um, what I learned from Tony is that he gives you so much leeway and he believes in you more than you believe in yourself. So it gives you the opportunity to, to really excel. I have a question for both of you and, and I'll start with Michael. What are some, uh, let's give, get your two number, two top tips on uh, great things that a speaker will do. Yeah. Um, for me, number one, one of the most important things is is now there's different kinds of speaking. Obviously, there's speak to sell. There's there's TEDx. There's there's keynote. But to me, it's that interaction with the audience is being able to read an audience, find out where the rapport leaders are, um, you know, and being able to tell the, the wave of the audience with the energy and where they need to go next to keep the audience learning and engaged. So it's being able to engage. That's that for me is a big one. Um, the other thing is that the speaker for me, or because I, I deal more with trainers per se, but is that they're coachable. And just like Mary said, the ones who are always asking are the ones that I, I know I want to work with because, because then they're willing to learn from the situation. And then sometimes even when they come off, they'll come up to you and say, um, how did I do? What worked? What did? And what should I do next time? That's what I'm always looking for. Mary, what are your takes? What are your two number uh, top two points in terms of someone being a great speaker? I think number one is, as Michael alluded to, is interaction with the audience. So engage the audience, uh, get feedback from the audience, and um, go out into the audience. You know, work work the audience, make them feel like you care about their learning. So that's really critical. And number two for me is staying on time. And the reason for that staying on time is because the next speaker coming up, we have a time timeline and I refer to it as a syntax. And the syntax has to be, um, the flow has to be there. So stay on time and you'll be invited back if you do your job right. <laughs> So let's talk about, so both of you have sort of said, uh, connect with the audience. Are you doing a form of edutainment? Yes. Educate, entertain, and empower. Absolutely. And I think that that really makes a difference. Um, have you, you know, I've been in rooms in which a speaker walks out on stage and starts speaking and they have not check the temperature of the audience and it's fallen flat. They have not felt the vibe of the audience. They've said something and it's fallen sort of on dead ears. There's no reaction. 
And all the more difficult it is now when we're doing Zoom calls where you don't have that interaction with the audience, um, things had to pivot. And I know, Michael, for you, things changed last year. What was and how have you made that shift? Yeah, you know, the it's basically taking the skills that you already have, which is when you walk into a room, because we've trained trainers, you know, we've been through hundreds of those trainings. And and so to me, it's the, and, and I've done virtual for years. So in a way I had a little bit, um, you know, a little ahead of the game on that. But to me, it's still that same thing. I'm watching everybody virtually. I'm realizing there's also probably an audience that's listening and doing other things. So I do a lot of engagement, which is using, let's say we use Zoom. Uh, so right now, if you understood if, what I just said, if it just empowered you to get out of your seat, put a one in the chat. So I have them right. constantly in engagement and that's what makes all the difference. So let's talk about confidence. Um, what are some things, a new, a, a new uh, speaker coming out, someone who is interested in becoming a speaker, what are some things that they can do to help build their confidence? Michael, let's start with that. Okay, I, uh, right away, I always tell new speakers, and especially in the world now the way it is, and I think I did a training, I just did a training on this, is... Don't do this alone anymore. This is not about being alone because there's so many virtual people now. Um, join something much bigger than yourself and ride the train. That's that is really an important piece right now. I think you know, especially when you're starting out, joint venture, joint venture, joint venture. Land in a network or a bureau, whatever that is. Um, they're going to try to charge you a lot of money. Just ignore that part. But you know, find something that that you know you know, like, and trust the people around you, you know, like, and trust, they're all way down the road from you. So you can learn at the same time and be part of something bigger than yourself. Well, Mary says it really well, Mary, you say that uh, you have been a lifelong learner. And I think what Michael said right now is don't do it yourself, do it with someone, do it with someone who's knowing how to do it better. How has that really been your ticket to success as well? Has that, who, who has like really been your influence and, and how have you been able to share that in your teaching and training of, of coaches as well? Well, obviously my, my influence is, is through the people I work with. I mean, Michael and Tony and Harbecker have all influenced me greatly in different areas. And um, I am a lifelong learner. So while I may have been through, you know, a hundred courses as producing a hundred courses for someone, I'm always learning when I'm there. There's always some, there's always a piece of just a little juicy piece that I can take away from every event. Even if I've heard it a hundred times, it's like, I, it's, it's amazing if you, and I know repetitive can be crazy for some people, but you, always learn something. So pay attention. Absolutely. I think that if you go in with an open mind, it's like reading a book. The first time you read it, you get in something. But I know that when I read that book again, I take something else away from that book. There's something that I didn't receive in the first reading that I get in the second reading. And perhaps it comes from the experience that happens at the end of reading a book and you go through life again and you go back and you look at the book and you find that you can apply a teaching in a different way. And so it's just like when you listen to some of these experts, what they have to say may be something that you already know instinctively, but you haven't applied it in the way that they are actually sharing it. And that application makes a huge difference. I'm with you on that 101%, Mary, that being a lifelong learner, the minute that I say I've learned it, that's the minute that I'm actually going backwards and I'm stagnating. I'm actually going backwards instead of learning. Well, I think it keeps you young as well. You continue to learn. It's just like you've got to keep moving. You've got to exercise to stay young. You've got to exercise your brain also to stay young. So I really think it helps your attitude. I love being out there. I, I mean, I do miss live events terribly. And I, I know, you know, I'm, I have done some uh, virtual events as well, but I do miss the live events. I miss, I miss people. So Absolutely. I, you know, excited to, to be, hopefully the, in the fall, we'll be back. And doing oh, yeah, that's events. true. Mary is based in San Diego and Michael, you are in, is it Utah? Seattle. Seattle, Washington. And uh, and so I know it's a lot more open uh, there in the U.S. And uh, we're 
pretty uh, tight still here up in Canada. And so uh, we're not ready to even move around in our uh, region very freely as of yet. So it's a lot more easier, I think, in the U.S. But yes, I'm with you on that, Mary. I think um, being able to interact with individuals, being able to interact with an audience, to be able to feed off of each other's energy is such a vital part of being on stage um, as a live event host. Uh, it's it's really difficult to do a live event uh, via Zoom and get that same feeling. It, it feels a little empty. Um, but Michael, you've been doing very interactive sessions in which you get the audience to interact with you, get make sure that everyone's on camera so you can actually see people. And that does make a difference. It's not the same. It's not the same as being able to walk into the audience and be able to talk to individuals and, and get them to respond to you in a question. But it does give a little bit of uh, interaction that we before never did. You've been tuned into In Focus with Annie J. Koshi here on Saga 960. We we're in conversation with Michael Silvers and Mary Glorifield. We're going to take a short break right now. We'll be back right after these messages. Don't miss out. We're coming back for some very interesting conversation. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. Welcome back to In Focus, and I'm Annie. Well, we've been in conversation with Michael Silvers and Mary Glorfield about mentoring and coaching. Michael's career and experience span a variety of professional roles for over the last 20 years, and they've really been oriented towards the development of personal and professional achievement. He has received a master's degree in clinical psychology and has enjoyed working with at-risk youth and adults. He's got over 10 years of experience as a direct care practitioner and a case manager in the healthcare arena. He's a master trainer and practitioner of NLP and an advanced neurolog neurological repatterning. So, Michael, thank you for joining me. Mary yeah. is a prolific consumer of ideas and has always had a very good handle on what will appeal to audiences. She has a knack for recognizing the seed of something great in a speaker's platform and is able to in help them enhance that on stage and then really guide their product creation process. Throughout all of this, the most critical piece to her is her focus on adding value. This is a magic ingredient in both Michael and Mary. They desire to serve more than they receive. Let's talk about leadership. I think that's a point that many people are going to be very interested in hearing about from both of you. Michael, let's start with you. You know, the biggest thing um, that I always find with leadership is because part of part of what I've done, it's it's been about building teams and building teams is always there, there's a couple things. But number one, they got to know, like and trust you. Or they're not going to follow you anyways. Um, and, and building teams, the greatest thing that it transferred into is it's also about building communities. So I've been able to take all those concepts and build communities, which have been the the coaches that we've trained through Peak Potentials and Chris Howard and and the the teams around building memberships 
sites and the communities that are that are developed from that. And I think the, the greatest piece about that is as a leader too, it's to have those people around you that will raise you up. And so that's why I circle with people, you know, like like Mary Glorfield and I had Harvecker and these these thought leaders that helped me rise to that next level. At the same time, it's if you take a look at it, if you're new or you're starting out or you're down the road, I always say one way to success is three coaches, two mentors and a mastermind. And, and it's always good to have a coach who just, this is clinical, just kick your, you know, just keep you moving forward. Um, it's good to have a coach who understands a little bit about the business you're in and can help redirect. And then the coach that is the, the personal trainer or that the spiritual, whatever side that is for you to keep yourself right-minded, you know, and, and even how do you do your routines during the day? You know, do you, do you go, I, I pray every morning, I go to church and I pray. I, it's, it, it centers me. There's a centering that helps with that then the mentors are usually typically further out they're there's they're further out than where you are typically and it could be lifestyle it could be that of service piece they're doing or, or volunteering at places that you realize you should be part of or or want to be doing that um, it might be financially whatever that is and then the mastermind is the group of individuals that get together to create something out of nothing that's the group that gets around you. It's like Henry Ford built the mastermind around him and he built the mastermind of individuals who are smarter, sharper. And that's what I've always done. Always had that mastermind group that you can create something out of nothing and keep moving forward. And that's where Mary and I have been incredibly lucky because of the thought leaders we've been able to surround ourselves with, but always been of service because we always say, how can I help? What can I do? And uh, that's a very, very important point. Uh, Mary, you've been part of teams and earning the respect of teams is something that a great leader has to do. Having that ability to be um, respectful, have empathy, to care about those that follow you. Let's talk about some of the great leaders that you've been part of as a team and some of the significant parts that stood out for you that made them that great leader. I think, um, well, for me, leadership is really, um, it's leaving something behind of enduring um, quality. So you have, to, you have to contribute to the organization. And I think as a team member, um, and I've, you know, I've been a member of a fairly large team, um, I would say everybody on the team was working toward the same goal and objective. So it, it, it was, um, impressive to be part of that. And then also everybody on the team was willing to do whatever it took for the success of that team. So it doesn't matter what it was, they were willing to step up and, and do whatever it took, even if it was outside of their job requirements, if you will. And no one ever said, that's not my job. And I think that's a critical piece. Very essential. I think it's also as a leader, it's important to know the strengths and weaknesses of those who are of individuals that make up and comprise the team. And so that you're able to manage the outcome for that goal. So collectively as a unit, but not everyone has the same strengths. And so you rely on different components. It's like a well oiled machine. And you need all the components to make that machine work very well. And I think it's important as a leader to know your team, to know who it is that you're working with, to be able to speak to their strengths and to provide the support for their weaknesses. What say you, Michael? Yeah, and I think the important part about that, and then that is the, are you willing to do whatever it takes? Because as a leader, if you're willing to do whatever it takes, the people around you will step up. And so I realized when we started down this journey, my wife and I, we would move, we, we hit the big auditorium, right? We were crew, we'd move chairs, we, she, was, she was on camera, I was stage guard, whatever it took, we did whatever it took. And, and the one thing that Mary and I have seen is we've seen all the different parts. So it's not, and you were talking about trainers too, because sometimes a trainer will say, well, I'm gonna teach you how to, I get that. But actually, were you ever crew? Did you ever run the cameras? Did you ever work on the boards? Did you ever have to jump on the teleprompter? And the one thing that I've done, and I know Mary's done most of this, is pretty much everything because we've even ran the events. And, and so I've seen it from all the different perspectives. And as then the crew who works with us or the team around us or the coaches know, 
I've done all the parts. I get where they're coming from. It's not that I'm the expert. There's certain things I'm expert in, but I understand where they're coming from. And, and they're going to listen because they're like, he did move that chair. If you take break it down to the minute, he did speak in front of that many thousands of people. He has also ran the board for the audio because there was the guy with was late. Whatever it took, I've done all the positions, um, and I think as a leader, you're just willing to do whatever it takes and get up and get it done, and 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 teach others. And also, it's about abundance because I'm always willing to teach everything I've ever learned. And I learned that from Harv. I mean, Harv just, here's the, here it is, and here's how it all looks, and, and wanted to teach you everything. And that, for me, was a huge lesson. It's about abundance. It's not about, oh, it's my IP. Nobody talked to me. Here's the whole, here's the kitchen sink. Here's everything. Absolutely. I think that that's very important when you think that you, you're all sitting at the table and there's enough room at the table for everyone. Bring your chair and join the party. When you come from a place where there is a lack mentality, when you're thinking that this is mine, this is not for everyone, I want them to go through the hard ropes, the hard knocks to be able to learn the ropes and, you know, go through it. Why? Why do we do that? And I find that um, uh, that that's shifting when people are coming from a space of abundance, when they're coming from a place of they have to really know themselves, Michael. I feel it's really important that they know who they are at first. They need to know who they are. When they are balanced within, within themselves, they're sure of themselves, they have that confidence, they have that passion, then that's going to drive their mindset on how they approach other people. And so I've seen many uh, stages in which the person who's on the stage requires the most help, right? And I think oh, yeah. we've, we've, been on, we've been in those rooms where, you know, and I would love to hear your guidance. But yes, Mary, I feel just like what Michael has said, I'm sure you agree wholeheartedly that a great leader really needs to understand the people that they're lead. And ultimately, the people that they lead are going to determine the success or the failure of that vision or mission or venture. Absolutely. And, and I, as you said, you have to play to people's strengths, not through their weaknesses, build their strengths up and do not try to change their weaknesses. Do not try to make their weaknesses into strengths. So build their strengths up and play to their strengths. And I also agree that you as the leader has to do, has to be able to do every position that you're asking your uh, everybody else to do. I mean, I've done everything from building a fire for the firewalk to cleaning up after the firewalk. I, my one goal when I first went with Tony was I was going to do every position in my department, and um, and I did do that. So it was it was um, was fun. It was educational for sure. And uh, some of it was really hard work, and I'm glad that I didn't have that strength to do do those things that other people had those strengths. Um, but I wanted to be able to experience it. And so both of you have this servant leadership mentality, and I think that is really, really important. Michael, let's talk about how important as a leader it is to articulate a clear vision. You know, it's knowing where you're going. <laughs> helps you down the path because there's bumps along the way you know when we went to the moon it was not a straight shot and there's a readjustment almost every there's always these readjustments happening every couple minutes to every couple hours just depending on what's going on and the clearer you are of so when i know that i'm on earth and i want to go to the moon and i'm going to have to go through these readjustments i'm going to i'm going to calculate a path it's the same thing in business it's the same i'm going to calculate a path but i'm also going to be very clear of where i'm going because then i can take other people with me because then they feel first of all you'll get people in alignment with you that's a critical piece as you're building your business and speakers and trainers and coaches and everybody out there and mastermind leaders and podcasters have a clear vision of where you're going. So then the people you have on the journey with you are clear too, and will follow it because they want to be there. And then when you have the bumps in the road, you go, thank you for sharing. And then you keep moving forward and you'll find more solutions quicker that way. And so Mary, I want to ask you a question. How were you able to push people to be their best? Well, I think number one is believing in them and and making sure that you um, you 
as Michael says, give them the direction. You have to give them the why behind your, your request. So if you're requesting for somebody to do a specific job, give them the reason, give them the why. Here's why this has to be done and here's why it has to be done this way. So I, th and I think growing, um, growing your team and growing individuals, that's a lead, that's a leader's job. That's, that's a manager's job. And you will, you may be growing somebody to make to, for your replacement. And I think that is um, so important. It's just like being a parent. You're raising that child to be an independent human being. You want that child to grow and go on and move away from home. And so you want all of your team to, to be the best they can be and grow and take on another responsibility and grow into management positions. So I think that's, that's your job as a manager and as a leader. Well, we've been in conversation with Michael Silvers and Mary Gloryfield, and as they have been speaking, great leaders have the clarity of purpose and are great in articulating their beliefs. They have courage and integrity. They're honest, are humili you know, have humility, as well as clear focus. And it's really, really important to have that combination of skills. We're going to come back because serving a greater cause is something that these two great leaders do. And we're going to talk about the Mentor Studio in detail. Don't go away. We've got another segment for you before we wrap up today's show. We've been listening to Mary and Michael here on In Focus with, Saga, with Annie Koshi on Saga 960. Stay tuned. We're going to be back right after this break. Stream us live at saga960am.ca. Welcome back to In Focus with Annie J. Koshi. And we are just wrapping up an amazing conversation with Michael and Mary. Well, you know what, Michael, I want to ask you, we haven't spoken very much yet about Mentor Studio. And I'm excited because there is an entire bureau of people that you are bringing together across the world. Tell us about the Mentor Studio. What is it about? What have you and Mary been cooking up for us? I like that. Well, you know, it's it's time in life for for legacy because we're 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 still young and and there's so much left to do. We've got another 50 100 years to go here. So we <laughs> wanted to really put a legacy out. That's how I reverse from the other side. But that's how we put a legacy out. And and the legacy really became the mentor studio. It was an idea to how to bring mentoring out to those underserved and so what did we need to do? We needed to bring mentors around the world. And we started to gather the people that we knew. And all of a sudden we had this groundswell of mentors who were willing to join us on this journey and say, all right, so we're gonna take mentoring. We're gonna start with one call a month and we're gonna start working together and we'll also have members join so they can learn from the mentors, but then also be on the journey to serve the less, the less, the underserved. Um, and the, it, it just, it transpired from there and it's grown into this wonderful juggernaut, which is a wonderful thing. Um, because we have mentors in 14 countries. We have a membership that's about to open up. We have trainers and speakers and authors and, and producers from Hollywood. Um, we have, of course, Mary, Tony Robbins for 18 years, 3 million people, 82 countries. Not many people can say that. Um, Absolutely. Have, you also uh, have some amazing folks like was it Mark Uzak that's there as well with you? Yeah, we have we have Mark Uzak who's who's been in front of eight million people and he's been all around the world, ten thousand shows, and we have Steve Leon who produces. He was a head of comedy at Paramount and Freeform, and now is the longest running show on Hallmark. So we've all but, these people. Uh, Ken Crow. Yeah. Ken, Ken yeah. Crow's there as well, and yes, that's is. just incredible. Mary, what's your vision for the Mentor Studio? What are you? Uh, envisioning um, how is this going to grow out and what's your vision that you had with Michael? Well, Michael's really the visionary behind um, Mentor Studios. And I, what I really, and I, Michael and I've discussed this, uh, you know, I feel like 
I, I and Michael want to leave something of enduring quality behind for people so that it can continue. And um, I, I think, and also working with speakers, we wanna develop speakers that we can put on stages. Um, I'm still producing large events. So um, selfishly, I wanna create more speakers and particularly female speakers um, to get on stage. And um, so it's been a joy. I, Michael and I have known each other for 10 years or so. And um, it's been a joy working with Michael and we've always had a great connection and great relationship, um, a working relationship. It's just been fun and we, um, are in total alignment. So I think that's um, what mentoring studio is for me. Michael, what is I, that you're looking for when someone reaches out to you and says that they want to be a mentor? Who are the type of individuals? What's the um, sort of um, character that you're looking for uh, when they approach you? Yeah, uh, somebody to be of service. We've we've attracted obviously a lot of speakers, trainers, authors, podcasters, YouTubers, Hollywood types, um, other big trainers. But I really I'm looking for somebody who comes up and say I'm willing to be of service because anybody can be a mentor, a member, and and have these mentors on their journey for the next year, two years, three years. We're going to go on a world tour in 2022. We're going to we're going to go to villages, communities, and do whatever it takes within that community to help that wherever the community is find out where they're at find out what needs to happen and build it up from there so i'm looking for the person who's willing to as i say move the chair do whatever it takes to work alongside of us and and also we know people will just join to be members which is fantastic because they want to learn this community this idea this thought potentially look at being a speaker or a trainer or something bigger than themselves or just being around a great people a great group of like a think tank that's what you're really joining is you're joining this tremendous worldwide think tank of some of the best thought leaders, but always based on enough service component. What's coming up next for the Mentor Studio? So the Mentor Studio, we've launched we've launched a speaker group, which we're going <laughs> to redo the name uh, because Mary is still producing a lot of big shows. We have over 200 hours of virtual that we already produce. Um, and so we are we are basically creating we've created a podcaster and speaker group together. We're also going to take a look at an entertainment and Hollywood side because we have a lot of people from the entertainment world now involved with us. Um, we're going to take a look at eventually how that would potentially look on Netflix and what that would look from a, that perspective of to be of service. Um, we're also just going to keep growing and make a difference in the world. And it's just been the greatest group in the world to be part of. And it's just, it's grown all by itself. And now we're starting some social media and marketing and doing that. But we know so many people. We've just pulled from just the most amazing group. Where can people find you or the Mentor Studio on social media? Yeah, the, the best way to do it is now, Social media, we have the people who do that for me. You know how that works. But I know you can go to thementorstudio.com. So that's our that's our holding place website. We actually still do all the action within our closed Facebook community. Um, and that's where, so once you join, then we put you in the Facebook community. And that's where all the events are there, all the interaction. The mentors are always there and we talk to each other. And also on Instagram, it's, it's the hashtag, thementorstudio. Um, and... It's a great way to reach out to us. If you go to the website, you can email us, but most people don't. We get very few questions. Most people just join because they see some of the people involved and they just wanna be part of that. And they realize once they're involved, they're actually part of a community. We don't talk at them. It's all interaction. And so it doesn't matter who you're working side by side with. Cause the other, I had somebody on a call the other day and he's like, he produced Genesis. He produced Peter. I'm saying he did. But in the mentor studio, that doesn't matter. We're one team, one group, one family and going to go change the world. So that's the best way to reach out to us. And I always say to most people, just join, stop thinking about it, get some action done, and then meet the community as we get you inside. 
That's wonderful. I am so excited to hear that. And if you've been tuned in and listening in right now and you want to uh, get a hold of um, being part of the Mentor Studio, you can reach out to me. I will be happy to guide you to uh, Michael. You can find me on social media. Reach out to me. Uh, just say you want to speak to the ninja at uh, Saga960 and they'll know who it is. It's uh, it's Annie Koshi. That's right. Um, uh, five foot three, but nine foot personality. Mary, tell me, um, you know, you've got lots going on. And I know, what would you say to your younger self? If you could say something to your younger self, what would it be? Oh, wow. What a question. Um, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, right? Wow, I stumped Mary. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm not expecting that. Um, to my younger self, I would just say um, trust in your intuition, in your gut. The right thing will happen. The right thing will come along, no matter the the um, the roadblocks that are put in front of you. You will step over those, and um, enjoy the ride and enjoy the moment. And I think that's one thing I haven't done so much is enjoy every moment. I'm always looking ahead, and um, so I think that's a critical piece that I would certainly advise a younger self. Oh, there you have it. We have been listening to and speaking with Michael Silvers and Mary Gloryfield. We're so lucky to have had both of them call in. It was an arc, you know, this meeting had to really uh, take a lot of orchestration to happen. And I'm grateful to Michael for that to have occurred. If you've missed out on today's show, well, it will be on repeat again on Tuesday from 9 to 10 p.m. or uh, if you want to reach out and be part of my show, you can reach out to me at info, I-N-F-O at Saga, that's S-A-U-G-A 960-AM.CA, Attention Annie or The Ninja. Now, if you've missed this show, it is again on uh, repeat, but it's also on podcast. Just go to our website at www.saga960am.ca, where there will be a podcast of this show as well as all the other great shows. Well, have yourself a wonderful Saturday afternoon. Stay safe. Thank you, Michael and Mary. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Annie. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960am.ca. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.